Enzo. And I'm Reina. And this is the Date Night Horror Show. <laughs> so, Reina, uh, do you want to tell the listeners where we are right now? Yes. So, we are in Arizona in this little cabin in the woods. And it's pretty creepy. Uh, near Williams, Arizona. Yeah, near Williams. Um, so, so uh, my niece, Cassandra, she just graduated from college. So we had to come up here, you know, uh, as a family thing to show our support for her graduation from yeah. uh, Northern Arizona University. And um, so we, you know, we're, we were planning this trip and we thought, well, you know what? Why don't we see if there's a cabin around here so we can stay in a cabin? Because we've been wanting to do that. Yeah, we've been wanting to do that. Um, and then we thought, well, why don't we just take our microphones with us? Because our setup's a portable setup, so we can record anywhere. It's yeah. battery-powered and everything. So we thought, okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so what what have you thought about? So here we are, cabin in the woods. Well, it's not as creepy as I thought it would be. Um, see, I disagree. Really? I think it's creepier. Why? Have you gone outside? Like, well, it is pitch black outside. Yeah, it is pitch black outside. And it's cold. And and what happens is the, the trees, because there's a lot of tall pines around here, they kind of create... Um, a whisper? No, they, they make you see... It makes you feel like you're seeing people. Oh. Like, oh, is that a person in between the trees? Or <laughs> Like, like I, I walked out a little bit yesterday, and I get it. I get why people are creeped out. Neither one of us grew up near a forest. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the forests around Nogales, they're where we're from. With desert. Yeah, it's really more of a desert forest. So we've being around tall trees is kind of newer for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's super yeah. creepy. Well, I mean, to be fair, I didn't go outside yesterday just because it was freezing. Yeah, and then there aren't any street lights around here either. No, so it's, it's dark. It's dark and creepy, and it's it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like it's no people cool. around. Yeah, it's very very quiet. Um, there are other houses around us. Well, I think I haven't seen but, anyone. But we haven't seen anyone around really. So it's you can tell people are are kind of keep to themselves a bit. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a perfect setting to do this um, cabin themed episode. Yeah. Yeah, so what we're planning for this episode is to list our top 10 plus favorite cabin cabin in the woods related horror films. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess we should talk about why even that why even that exists? Like why why it's such a good setting. Oh my god, so many reasons. Yeah. Well, one, it's because it's I you feel isolated. Yeah. Um, most of the time, the movies are like one person in a cabin or you know a small yeah. family that are isolated. No one else is around. Yeah. So it's hard to get help if you need it because um, yeah. no one can hear you scream. Lots of hiding places, like you said. There's a lot of trees and yeah, you know, forestry stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Does <laughs> that run? I'm looking at you right now because you have your your glasses on. Zaina doesn't usually wear glasses, and she looks so cute with them. I need them. Sad. <laughs> you look it's like like a sexy them. secretary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing now. Sorry, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the sense of isolation, even you know, in here, like 
there are other houses nearby, but it's it's really quiet out here. Like, and then again, it's very dark outside. Yeah. Um, People I, probably wouldn't open their door. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I'd I be think it's a, too. I don't know. It's it's a really good stage for oh, yeah. uh, intimate horror, like isolated intimate yeah. horror. Um, and I think that's why it's such a trope. I, I mean, I kind of lean more towards intimate horror anyway. You yeah. know, um, of course, you know, things like apocalypse films can't, well, they can be intimate if you choose like an isolated story. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think you can go a lot deeper at times uh, when it's only a few people. Oh yeah, you know, and yeah. I think a lot of the the times the cabin horror, it's it's a small subset of people. Yeah. It's not this grand apocalyptic event. Yeah. So I think too, like, um, it's also not your house, so you don't know where everything is either. You oh know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, or their vacation homes, and not everyone is around. You know. Yeah, so, but you also don't just know where everything is. You yeah. know, like. It's not your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't know where, like, the weapons are and stuff. <laughs> I really like the glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and then, like, the freeway is, like, 10 miles away driving. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah definitely. Um, and then, of course, there's all these great classic horror films i don't I don't know if we're gonna go that far into those like yeah. of course friday 13 right you know yeah um and i think it definitely got everyone to think about a cabin and kind of and we're gonna try to pick the ones we enjoyed the most yeah you know uh, try not to go too obvious with it so don't be pissed off if you know there aren't any hockey masks in this episode yeah <clears throat> So. Like they didn't go with a husky, hockey mask, I yeah. think. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Sure. So the first one I chose is Mama. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's 2013. Um, it was uh, written, co-written and directed by Andy Muccetti mm-hmm. and produced by Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Um, and it's basically about this father that loses all of this money mm-hmm. and kills, like does, goes on a killing spree. And kills his estranged wife mm-hmm. and then flees with his daughters. Um, and they get into this car accident. So he he um, takes them to this nearby abandoned cabin. Mm-hmm. And his plan is to kill them and kill himself. Right. And one of the little girls um, in the accident injures her eye. Uh-huh. And so he tells her to look out a window. And as he's about to shoot her, mm-hmm. this shadowy figure... Yeah. Um, kills him. Yeah. And so the girls live in this cabin for f- about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uncle, who's an identical twin, does his search party for them and eventually finds them. But when he finds them, they're feral because right. they've been in the woods for five years. Yeah. And this entity, yeah, Mama, has taken care of them for the five years. So she follows them. And um, the uncle has a, a wife, mm-hmm. a girlfriend or a wife, I can't remember. But the the entity starts to get jealous as yeah. she forms a relationship with yeah with, um, the, kids. with the kids yeah and then all this shit happens and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give it away at the end but 
um, the girls struggle with their loyalty to Mama and mm-hmm. their growing relationship with this woman who's played by Jessica um, Chastain. Chastain. Yeah, I remember she's she has black hair in it. Uh-huh, and she's she in a band and she's all rocker. Yeah, rocker chick. It's, it's funny to see her that way, yeah. but she was good. You know, I I love that you picked this movie. This movie's a really good choice. I think what I enjoyed most about Mama was the the feral kids mm-hmm. because you're. Usually when you see a creepy kid, uh, you, you're you not really on their side. Yeah, you know you're I mean? not. And because these kids it, are creepy. They're creepy. They're creepy. But, but they ha- who, who can blame them? Yeah, it's not their fault. And you kind of admire them because they learn to they survive. Survived. Yeah, and and they're um, they're very resilient. Yeah. And what they've been through is, is kind of, it sucks, yeah. you know? And it's cool because everyone, because... Uh, the the step well the the stepmom Jessica's uh, Justine, she find she sees Mama yeah and she's totally creeped out by it and it's so it's such a funny contrast because the girls are not scared of her at all yeah there's that's they're a good scared point of what she may do to her yeah but they're not afraid of her yeah because because she's the one she's been their yeah. protector yeah that's a really good point I think that's what's interesting about this film in general is that. You have you have you have uh, dual feelings about each component. So like the feral kids, you're creeped out by them, but you're also you feel for them, yeah. and you you're on their side. They're kind oh, of yeah. the protagonists in many right. ways. And then Mama, you're scared of Mama, the the entity. Yeah. But then you admire her because she she has this um, maternal instinct. You know, yeah. even in death. Like I think that's I think every part of this movie. You you have this kind of duality mm-hmm. in feeling, in emotion. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very interesting film. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Mama, check it out. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. I, th- I think one yeah. thing I would say about Mama is that there's el- there's shots that are a little CG for me, mm. a little too CG for me. Um, but I think overall the film is definitely worth watching. It's good. It's it's more creepy than scary. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. just more creepy. But it's still it's still worth the watch. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. We saw it in the theater too. I remember. Yeah. Seeing it. And you said you had a reveal about the director Andy Muschietti. Yeah, he he uh, he moved on to do it. Very cool. Yeah. So you know you can kind of see the evolution there, and what I think is cool about mm. that is that. The it sequences that are CG, they're not overly CG. Mm. So I think there's some learning there. There's some evolution there. Um, cool. Yeah. What's yours? Okay. So my first one is like this idyllic cabin in the woods <laughs> sort of film, mm-hmm. mainly because of the setting. It's The Honeymoon. It's a 2014 film, stars Rose Leslie who's, you'll know her from Game of Thrones. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Harry Treadaway, uh, and he plays the husband. Mm-hmm. And he was in uh, Attack the Block, which I loved. So it's a story about this young couple and their newlyweds. And um, they go to this cabin. It's the, uh, the bride's family's cabin. Yeah. And they're ridiculously head over heels in love. Really cute. Yeah, that you know they're they're really into each other, and they have this really cute, endearing relationship. Super passionate. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's it's really it depicts it really well. Very believable between these two characters. They 
the actors clearly have chemistry there. Yeah, they had really good chemistry. Yeah. Uh, over the course of this honeymoon they take at this cabin, strange things start to happen, uh, specifically to the bride uh, character. She starts to behave really strangely, um, sort of like she's pretending that she is who she is. And of course, you know, they have a, an intimacy and a physical intimacy. Um, so he notices right away, you know, that one, she's not quite laughing at his jokes the right, the same way she used to. Mm-hmm. And two, she's not as physically affectionate, but she's trying to be, but in a very weird, strange way. Yeah. And then do you remember they go to this restaurant and they encounter this dude? Yeah. And he gets really jealous, mm-hmm. but it's like her childhood friend. Yeah, and you can tell that there's kind of there was probably like a little summer romance. Yeah, between like them when at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's acting very strange. Very as strange. Well. And um, the husband goes to him when he notices the behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it got especially bad when she sleptwalked into the yeah into the forest, um, and the guy acted like. He didn't know what he was talking about. She seemed completely normal. Yeah. But he was really odd also. You know, the way I think the way I would describe this film, it would it's like if you were to do a body snatcher film, but it only involves two people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh this young couple. Yeah. And the way this film is done, the sense of dread in the film is really great. And it's very strange at times. She does some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like this film. This film is very nuanced. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it. It and then it takes place in this picturesque yes, uh, area nice. with beautiful mm-hmm. lake and you know amazing forests and you know it's it's a really great film. Yeah, it's a really good date night horror film. It too, is a really good because it involves relationships. Uh huh. You're right. You know that sort of thing. And then it gets really creepy and mm-hmm. and scary. And then I feel like great cabin films, they kind of they get very creepy. And this film, oh, yeah. gets very creepy. Yeah. Highly recommended. 2014. Mm-hmm. The honeymoon. Check it out. It's a good one. It is a good one. That's a good choice. So my next choice is 2005's Wolf Creek, the movie. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it's interesting. We've mentioned it before, but I don't think, I mean, Wolf Creek's, if people haven't seen this, they need to see this. Yeah. So it's about, um, it's based on a, loosely on a true story mm-hmm. um, about three road trippers in Australia. Right. And they come across this local and he appears to be very friendly yeah. and, you know, wants to show them the sights or whatever. And he's this total serial killer. Right. And in this case, it's not really a cabin in the woods. No, but, but it's, it's a, a remote um, uh, it's a house very, in Australia. Yeah. It's a similar it scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and so I guess when we say cabin in the woods, it doesn't necessarily have to be... Just a remote... Yeah. Remote area, area. away from civilization. Yeah. But, um, and he, this serial killer does some really disturbing kills. Oh my God. Yeah. These are definitely like, make it stop, look away, peek through your fingers. Listeners, uh, those who, who know, who, who have started to know our tastes and know 
how Reina leans towards the brutal. I do. This is a classic choice for her because Wolf Creek is extremely brutal. It's very brutal. It's a brutal very film. violent. It's a yeah, very it's violent scary, film. So scary. if violence isn't your thing, don't watch it because it is very, very, yeah. very brutal. Yeah, and that's was, a great one. Yeah. And it was directed by Greg McLean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, re- I highly recommend it. Yeah, and I think the setting of Australia is a really good choice because um, Australia is, is known for having things out out there in the bush that can kill you, you know. And so it just feels like a really treacherous place. Yeah. And so this this serial killer, he's like a uber serial killer too. Yeah. So kind Brutal. of has the same... <laughs> You know, he's like, he's a, you know, that's not a knife, that's a knife, and that sort of thing. Yeah. He, he always has his and he crazy weaponry and, yeah. Being friendly and it just has a really grim. Yeah. Oh, super grim. Ending. Don't, don't, say, any, <laughs> don't so, say anymore. Yeah. So that's my pick. So what's your next one? Okay. So my next choice is a movie that I really love called The Eyes of My Mother. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's probably in my top 10 movies, horror movies I've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, And it's also a remote cabin, woodsy area, kind of rural area. Can you read the synopsis? Sure. A young, lonely woman is consumed by her deepest and darkest desires after tragedy strikes her quiet country life. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's about this American family of Portuguese immigrants uh, that live in a rural area, and it's a mother, daughter, and a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young girl is named uh, Francesca, mm-hmm. and um, something really, really bad happens to the family. Yeah. <clears throat> and basically, the story of the film is how she learns to deal with that tra- tragedy and how she moves into adulthood. Yeah. Uh, let's just put it to you this way. She doesn't deal with it well. <laughs> no, well, she grew up very isolated, so she mm-hmm. wasn't very connected to anyone outside her parents. Yeah, and her mother uh, used to be a physician uh, in her other country, and she would um, she would operate on the eyes of, of uh, mm-hmm. cows and things like that, and she was teaching her daughter. She was teaching her, her daughter right. everything she knew. Um, and that comes into play much later. Um, this film is so dark and creepy. It's so creepy. But it's also extremely elegant. It a lot of... Uh, it is an art film. It is a straight yeah, up art film. Yeah. You know how when people say, oh, you, you got to see The Witch, you know, because it's beautiful. The Witch is a beautiful film. This one is just as beautiful. It's black and white. Yeah. It's cool that it's shot in black and white. But it has some of the darkest scenes I've oh seen in gosh. horror in a long time. Uh, and again, very dark. N- n- nuanced, in a nuanced way, in yeah. a cr- very, very creepy way. <clears throat> I highly recommend this movie. I do too. It's this a really good so one. It's, we always recommend this one when um, anyone's asking us about for a horror film. Yeah, and it's one, one of those of things like, you know, some movies just get overlooked, mm-hmm. you know, and some movies have the luck of becoming um indie darlings like like the witch for example and then there's other movies that are just as good have just as many merits are just as artful are just as creepy are just as scary 
and no one knows about them. Do you think it's the black and white turns people off? Maybe. Maybe. Because it looks somehow, and I'm putting air quotes, dated or something. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the film, it feels very modern. The way it looks, yeah. the way it's shot is very modern. But it, but it also has a timelessness. And again, I, I know I've talked about this movie during our millennial yeah. episodes. But I need to bring it up again because this movie, if you missed it, you got to watch yeah, this movie. Yeah, I agree. I'm serious. Yeah. This movie is great. And it's a it's also in a cabin cabin setting, mm-hmm. remote setting. Countryside. I, I feel like the loneliness loneliness of that mm-hmm. is also part of the motives of the bad stuff that happens. Yeah. Like it's kind of the underlying motive of all of that. Um yeah. Look for it. Eyes of my mother, 2016. Highly, highly, highly recommend that movie. Great cabin film. So do you have your next one? Yeah, so my next one is 2007 Funny Games. Do you remember that one? Oh my God. See, (laughs) listeners, this is classic today now. This is also another brutal film. It's brutal. So it has Naomi Watts and Tim Roth in it. Um, It's directed by Michael Haneke. And it's about a family. It's it's the parents and their son go to their lake house. Mm -hmm. And when they get there... Um, it's pretty um, deserted. Like there aren't a lot of people yeah, around, very, but their neighbor remote. is there, and he's. They see him with these two young men. Yeah. But he's acting like nervous and weird, and yeah, and stuff like that. And so these two young men end up wreaking all kinds of havoc on this family. Um, and it's brutal. Yeah, you know it's interesting when I think of when I think of this movie. Um. The first thing that comes to mind is Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Like it very, yeah. very much the the brutality of Clockwork Orange, those brutal scenes. The, this movie reminds me of that. It's also based off a German film. I, I don't know if you remember what we saw, the German version mm, no, as well. I forgot about that. I, I think they're both good. Um, the, the The American film doesn't deviate, deviate that far. It still has the same energy and spirit. Um, he did the German film. Oh, uh, no wonder. Yeah, he just remade it. <laughs> yeah. See, it was 1997, and then he remade it in 2007. Yeah, that's how Hollywood should do it. Yeah. Keep, yeah, keep the same thing. Okay. Uh, you want to, what? Yeah, so it's it's really awesome. So it's, it's you know, they of course, they, he, they hold them hostage. They torture. They have some really make it stop moments uh, i think the performance is the actors the performance too is really, is really good. naomi watts is great and tim roth i mean yeah and the and the young guys who are yeah because there's they're oh man and they 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 tell them it's a game we're gonna play a game right so that's even creepier because mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna play a game and yeah and then all the kinds of stuff happens and it, it's just it's they it's all based on games like they take bets with each other these two guys and yeah they just do some really sick stuff. Yeah, it's a cr- very creepy film. Yeah, so you should watch it if you haven't ever heard of it. It's Funny Games. Really good. Yeah. I recommend it. Okay, so my next one's kind of controversial. Sort of, but not really. I think if you're a real horror fan, it's not that controversial. It's the uh, Evil Dead 2013 <laughs> remake. Um, that film is awesome. That's a super great date night movie it's a great date night movie it's a great remake i almost feel like you know of course we love the classic evil dead but 
come on, let's be honest. It there's elements of it that are very very dated. Yeah. You know, and even even just the the film quality of it. You know, I uh, I have a soft spot for it. Of course. Uh, but I feel like this remake, it's almost like Raimi going, oh yeah, this is how I really wanted it to be. Because mm. Raimi, I think he executive produces it, so mm-hmm. he was involved. And it's very obvious because, again, the spirit is there, but right. the production value is there. Um, it is so incredibly fun. Like, yeah, it is, it's a fun movie. It's fun, but you, it rides this great line of you know humor and also scare. Yeah. And I think it leans a little more towards scare in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. So it, it it's just more moments. effective. It's just yeah. more effective. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember we went to see it in the theater, and I was very skeptical. Yeah. I was very skeptical. I remember. And then I was just, like, punched in the face with how good it was. And then I went online. I'm like, wow, this was great. And then I found out Raimi was involved. Yeah. I didn't know he would, he was involved. Oh, okay. So... I think that one is fantastic. Yeah. If you have not seen that remake, it is fantastic. It's good. And like he said, you know, we love the old one, but this one just kind of got a little upgrade as far as like effects. It feels like and, an upgrade. Yeah, that's a that's a great way of putting yeah. it. Feels like and film quality. more consistent acting, better better actors consistently th- all the way through. Um, you know, I love Bruce Campbell. I'm not I'm not dissing Bruce Campbell when I say that. But I think the the film just is really, really effective and scary and ridiculously entertaining if you're a horror fan. So check that one out. Yeah. Evil Dead 2013 remake. Yeah, that one's a good one. Next. My next Give one this. is really, I want to watch this again. Um, I really loved this movie. Hush. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. 2016. Um, and it's about a deaf writer that goes to the woods to write a book. She's mm-hmm. an author. And she has um, a writer's block. So she goes um, to the woods to try to deal with that. And she um, encounters some weirdo, stalker, serial yeah. killer. And yeah. what makes it scary is, one, she's in an isolated cabin. And two, she's deaf. Yeah. So that all really plays into um, the story. And um, the actress is Kate Siegel. You probably know her from the Netflix original. Hunting in Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. She's and then the John Gallagher theo. Jr. Right. Who comes out in it too. Mm-hmm. And it's just really scary. Because yeah. you just. It's a nail biter. Because you see what's happening and she can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and like, then, ah. And then it's very, very well established that she's alone. Mm-hmm. And then it's. It's one of those like modern cabins that have really big windows. Yeah. So the slasher can see in very easily. He, he can understand the situation very easily. And at she first he just taunts him. her because yeah. he doesn't know she's deaf. Oh, he's having a great time, I think. Yeah. Like that's what's creepy about and it. And then he really, he figures out that she's deaf. So he just really messes with her. Yeah. Like he fucks with her hard. Like it's bad. Yeah. This is another, this is one, this is one of those movies that. Get, got overlooked, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, Abs- 100% not a lot of people absolutely. know about. And I think it's a total nail biter. Oh, my gosh. I also think Relentless. if you have friends who prefer thrillers, yeah. Like it's I agree more, with that. It, it, it is a horror mm-hmm. film, but there's definitely yeah, a thriller, definitely. more of a thriller element to it. Yeah. That's a great choice. I love that movie. Okay. What's yours? Okay. So my next film is. Uh, 2009's Antichrist. 
Oh man, this one's brutal. It's brutal, <laughs> but it's nightmarishly beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. so well shot. Uh, and then the there's of course the cabin setting, uh, woods woods setting. Uh, at the beginning of the film, something happens with their son, and it's really really tragic. But without spoiling anything, there's there's a sub thing going on. There's a there's things going on under the veil of the, of that of those scenes. Mm-hmm. And I think when you watch the film all the way through and you find out what, what happens all the way through, those scenes take on a completely different feeling. Yeah. Uh, it is, man, it is brooding and scary. Like it's the, really scary. This film is really scary to yeah. me. Like it was really disturbing. It's interesting because um, one of my, my friends had seen it and I and I said, oh, yeah, I heard this film was banned all over the place. And he's a European. And he's like, oh, yeah. He, he's like, I, I saw it and I know why it was banned. And I think it was banned because of one scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, that scene is really brutal and shocking. Yeah. But this film is really dark. Like, well, it, I think it's because it's, it's a woman. dark. That's the yes, dark one. And, and what... What is what it's saying about her is really, really disturbing and creepy. Yeah. I mean, this film is great. And then Willem Dafoe, he's such a great counter element to yeah. her and kind of her psychotic energy. To me, this film, if, if you like stuff like Hereditary, you know, a little bit more elegant, a little bit more nuanced, but still very potent. Yeah. Um, Antichrist is a really scary film. Very, it's really very scary, scary film. Cause what's scary, what's sad is he um, he's so desperate to try to save her mm-hmm. that he'll do anything, and he just he just he just gets brutalized. It's, it's, yeah, it's awful. Oh man! And I remember there are scenes where the camera pulls way, way, way back, and you see the tree line. You, you see all the trees. You see the house, and all of it. It's kind of a nightmarish view of it, like it. It's beautiful, but it's also there's a there's so, there's such a foreboding quality to how the film is shot, and then that er, that first scene with you know the child yeah that there there's this movie is creepy it's very creepy and scary very creepy highly recommend that yeah do you have your next one so my last one is 2010's I Spit on Your Grave <laughs> okay. Um, which is a total revenge movie, but it's about another gets again. It's about this writer who um, rents an isolated cabin so she can work on her latest novel, mm-hmm. and she encounters some really disgusting men. Oh my god! That brutalize her. It's funny because uh, you know, you have, of course you have the the original, which which for its time was, oh my god, it was yeah. transgressive and subversive and really really shocking for its time so um i you know i had talked to reina about this film and i said oh have you seen this the the original she's like no and so we're looking for it and we find we don't find the original it's not available we find the remake yeah so i'm thinking oh okay this thing's gonna get neutered a bit so maybe it'll be more and i didn't believe him to be on i didn't believe you because a good word to use so um, maybe would maybe the the Remake would be a little less harsh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
No. No. And it's funny because I remember when you said we should watch it, the name is kind of, I don't know. I was kind of put off by the name of the film. In what on your grave. I don't know. It just didn't. Like it's hokey? Yeah. It seemed like one of those, like, mm. my boyfriend is a zombie or some bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. But, oh, my goodness. Because, so they brutalize her and they leave her for dead. And, the, dude, those scenes, the oh, scenes were... Very uncomfortable. And, they're very uncomfortable, uncomfortable, really hard to watch. Yeah. But if you can get through those moments, the, I mean, the revenge part of it is... Oh yeah God. so when they they leave her for dead as i was saying Rude. yeah um and so he they, of course she she just comes back and destroys them yeah but it is so good and i spit on your grave too is really good also yeah oh yeah. my god this movie like if you especially if you like movies like the the latest revenge that movie revenge i feel it's kind of an homage to those early uh revenge films revenge mm-hmm. fantasy films um, but the, yeah, I, th- I thought the remake was pretty good. I thought it was really good. And it did not, oh my God, it did not pull any punches. No, it was it did not. really hard to watch. Um, again, this is, this is Reina's territory. You know, she likes those brutal films. Oh my God. It's and, so brutal. Yeah, but it's, it was is, even, I'm not going to lie. It was even a little uncomfortable for me. Oh my God. Um, it's terrible. Obviously what they do to her. I yeah. mean. Oh, you're saying even what even she does. But even when she does, yeah. I mean, you want her to. Yeah, because <laughs> it was what they did. Yeah, but wow, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it was really good though. I recommend it if you haven't seen it. Now you ready for your last one? Yes, I'm ready for my last one. What's your last one? And my last one is gonna bookend with my first one. Oh, okay. So because nice. the the two films are very similar, my choice is the 2018 What Keeps You Alive, and we reviewed this movie. I love recently because it's a recent film. In our Mad Love episode. So if you haven't yeah. heard that, listen to that for a more in-depth review. Um, so basically, it's a story about a lesbian couple that are newlyweds. And they go to a cabin in the woods. Yeah, gorgeous cabin. Yeah, uh, that's owned by the bride, one of the bride's family. Mm-hmm. So it's really similar to the honeymoon. Um, but... The difference in this film is one of the women has a secret that yeah. she's been hiding. And even though they've been married over a year, because I think it's an anniversary mm-hmm. It's thing, an anniversary trip. Um, throughout the course of the trip, the other a partner finds out what this secret is, and it is a shocking and scary... Well, you don't see it coming. Yeah, you don't see it coming at all. And I'm not going to ruin, yeah. ruin it, but... One of, again, one of the women, she's not who she appears to be. Um, And I'll just keep it vague like that. And once you know what she is, it is, she is brutal and scary. And yeah, it is a cat and mouse Mm -hmm. thriller, horror film. And um, again, the setting is beautiful. They're, They're on this lake, you know, this beautiful cabin yeah. it's almost like a cabin mansion it is it's huge yeah and uh and the the shots of nature are, are great too but in between this you brutal. know you have this cat and mouse between these two characters and it's brutal yeah and it's it's incredible um again it's relatively new mm-hmm. um and it's really worth seeing it is 
I'm not going to say much more about it because, again, we we spoke about it in depth yeah. uh, in our Mad Love episode. We even mentioned the actors and everything. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know more about it, check it out. But if you haven't seen it, don't let it slip through, through the cracks because this movie is really good. Yeah, it's really good. good. It's one it of my kind of favorites of 2018. Yeah, I was really, yeah. really... Yeah, What really, Keeps really You Alive 2018. Find it. It's awesome. Yeah. So I have an honorable mention. Okay, I was about to ask you that. Yeah. So it's 2018. It's pretty recent. It's called He's Out There. Oh, okay. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, again, it's a remote lake house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this woman and her two young daughters go out uh, ahead of the, their hu- the husband's going to meet them there later. Right. And they fall into this really bizarre, terrifying nightmare with this psychopath. Like, yeah. he's just like brutal yeah i think my favorite parts of that movie were the things the psychopath would do like the the creepy yeah really creepy he would kind of lure them into the woods and you know he'd put things out for them to see and that sort of thing and lure them yeah that stuff was really cool and the actress from handmaid's tale comes out in that right yeah her name is ivan stravowski Okay, yeah, she normally, she plays the wife of the commander in Handmaid's Tale. And in those, in that role, she never smiles. And in this yeah. movie, she's she's like this sweet mom. Yeah. And she's always smiling and, you know. Really in love with her husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's really neat to see that actress do that role. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you see this other side of, of, of who she is. And I thought she was, she was effective in it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really creepy. And um, it's cool because it's a really small cast because it's the it's yeah. the the mom and daughter and then the psycho for the most part. Again, intimate. Yeah, very intimate. Yeah. And then the dad comes and it's really brutal and yeah, like it's just one of those you know those uh every time you think they're gonna be safe something happens. Yeah, yeah. I think that movie um, it it plays on a lot of horror tropes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're a horror fan, you know sometimes you just want that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You I just, this is a good date like, Okay, yeah, I just want to check this out. And I thought it was cool. Again, I think seeing her in that role yeah. is interesting as well. I think um, this is a good stay-at-home uh, movie, and it's on Prime Video right now. Yeah, and if you again, if you want to see a cabin film, this is a cabin film. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this it has all the elements. So yeah, I think that's a good honorable choice. Yeah, I like honorable it. mention. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> well, what's your honorable mention? Do you have one? Yeah, I have one honorable mention. Um, it's Cabin in the Woods, <laughs> and the reason I, I we have to you mention, have to Cabin, mention in the, Cabin in the Woods if we're doing a Cabin in yeah. the Woods episode, we had to mention it because that's the whole point of it. Of course, like, it it's taking that trope and kind of mocking it in in a strange way, also uh, paying uh, respect to it and paying respect to horror. Period. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen Cabin in the, Cabin in the Woods, uh, these teenagers go to a cabin in the woods, and when they get there, um, all these bad things start happening to them. But what's interesting about this film is that... That Thor's in it? Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> um, what's interesting about this film is that um, there's a lot more going on under the hood. Yeah. And I think that's the whole story of, cool of Cabin in the Woods is like, um, imagine if there was under all of this, all of these uh, 
horror situations, there was uh, an organization that's making this stuff happen. Uh, again, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil too much for you. That I think that's vague enough. It's not spoilery, okay. I think. Look, if I don't say something, <laughs> people know, are going to go, it's just a cabin I film. I got you, I got you. <laughs> I have to say a it's little... Give me dirty looks. Give me mad dog <laughs> dirty looks right now. Well, it's a very meta film. It has uh, um, horror and humor yeah. in there. Uh, it's extremely effective, uh, both in the humor and the horror. Um, and it's also, I think, a love letter to horror films. Yeah. You'll know all the tropes. Yeah. Um, you'll be excited when they mention them because they're all over the place, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun movie. It is awesome. 2011. It's so funny, too, because when that movie came out, I didn't want to see it in the theater because I thought it was going to mock mm. horror too much. Mm. Yeah, I could And see that. some friends went to see it and they're like, you need to see this film. You'll mm. love it. You'll love it. And, you know, I kind of dug my heels in and I said, because they're not really that big of horror fans mm-hmm. either. So I was just, I'm not going to sit there and watch horror be mocked. Yeah. Like, that's not my thing. Yeah. There's a difference, you know? Yeah. This is like, they find the humor in a really horrific, awesome horror movie yeah. situation. It's not, oh, let's make fun of everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it was, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was awesome. I didn't expect the twist, so I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. And it is it is playing on Prime Video. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. Worth buying, too, I think. I think I bought it already. Yeah, I think you did. Okay, cool. I think we're I think we're done with a. We're done with our, with our creepy cabin in the woods. Creepy cabin curation. <laughs> Dark corners of the internet. Hey Dana, we have a new segment. Ooh, what is it? It's called Dark Corners of the Internet. Whoa. So I figured we could share our favorite um, online sources for different things horror-related. So do you want to kick this one off? Sure. So I picked Creepsville 666, and Creeps is with a K. Okay. So it's creepsville666.com. Okay. And they have really cool clothing, handbags, jewelry, accessories, men and women. Uh-huh. Um, it's Elvira heavy, so if you love Elvira, they have a lot of different things like hoodies, shirts, dresses, purses. Mm-hmm. But a couple of my favorite things on here is they have a really awesome eyeball purse. Okay. Um, an eyeball umbrella to match, which is really cute. That's super cool. Yeah, I love it. And my favorite, and I'm going to my pennies for it, is this really cool sculpt purse. It's, it comes in black and green, mm-hmm. but the black one is really cool. Yeah, they I have some it. really interesting stuff. But they have really cool stuff. Like I said, they have bats. They have um, cool hoodies. Um, they have really cool leggings. They have leggings that have like um, bats on them, stitching. Um, they have a few different ones. The only thing is if you're a heftier girl like myself, the the sizes, they do up, go up to 3XL, mm-hmm. except they're conservative 3XL. Okay. But still, check it out. They have cute bracelets and jewelry and 
her accessories. So it's it's pretty much a, a goth girl's dream. And men's, you bought your case for your um, your tablet from Creepsville Six Six Six. Yeah, Tales it's of an, the Crypt. It's a Tales cover. from the Crypt uh, EC Comics. It looks just like a EC comic. It's awesome. Yeah, and they have Tales of uh, Tales from the Crypt. They have. Um, Vampira stuff. Mm-hmm. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Yeah. Really, All really cute really stuff. Cool so stuff. if you're looking for something cool, a cool little accessory, a purse, some cool tank tops or hoodies, creepsville666.com. Creepsville with a K. Cool. What about you, Enzo? What'd you, what'd you find? Okay, so um, the website I'm going to talk about is called houseofmysterioussecrets.com. Mm. This website, it's like the Amazon for horror like they have tons of stuff and it's all really great um they have action figures Mm -hmm. all horror related action figures clothing shirts caps beanies accessories houseware yeah yeah i almost chose this that one too (laughs) it's crazy they have all sorts of stuff wallets pins magnets yeah like yeah, it's crazy. So, um, for Christmas, Reina gave me a new makeup case uh, for, you know, all of my horror-related uh, makeup art stuff. And the first thing I wanted to do was get a bunch of stickers mm-hmm. of horror movies and put it on there. That way it didn't look so <clears throat> basic. Right. <laughs> and really show my horror love. So, I went to this website, and I've just found tons of oh, that's where awesome you got your stickers? stickers. Yeah. Oh, cool. And the, their stuff's so great, and they have classic t-shirts, you know, everything, God, dating way, way, way back to, like, the 80s and before the 80s to now. Um, they have masks and props. They have posters. Really well-selected. Like, you can tell this stuff is curated by horror fans. Oh, that's cool. Um and then whenever you order anything, they'll send they'll give you stickers as well, and then they'll they'll give you um, coupons for your next purchase. So I highly recommend this website. They have really really great stuff. It's called HouseOfMysteriousSecrets.com. Awesome. Highly recommend it. Yeah, you're the stickers you put on your makeup uh, boxes are cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, I'll have to show up picture of that yeah that'd be awesome you can share some pictures of the stuff you got yeah for sure yeah and what's it called creepsville666.com creepsville with a k cool and now our feature review okay then i um i guess it's time for this week's feature review Ooh, okay uh it is the movie The Ranger. It's 2018. Mm -hmm. And the reason we're adding this to this episode is because, one, it is a cabin film. Yes. Cabin in the Woods film. And two, it was recently added to Shudder. If you guys don't have Shudder, it's really worth getting. It's pretty much the Netflix of horror uh, one of yeah. our, one of my goals is to eventually be sponsored by Shutter because I love them so much. They're awesome. Um, and yeah, they just added this movie. Uh, I had been hearing a lot of things about this film, mm-hmm. and I figured it would be the perfect cabin feature review. 
So, do you want to read the synopsis for us? Sure. It's teen punks on the run from the cops and hiding out in the woods come up against the local authority, an unhinged park ranger with an axe to grind. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much and it. And it stars Chloe Levine as Chelsea, Jeremy Holm as the ranger, and then Grant Lehu as Garth, who's um, the boyfriend of Chelsea, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Pope, uh, Bubba uh, Weller, and Amanda Grace Benitez. Yeah, they they play the other punks. Mm-hmm. The friend the, that's the group of friends that go up there. Yeah. So, do you want to start uh, reviewing it? Sure. Huh. Well, <laughs> I can't say I completely loved it. Right. But I can't say I completely hated it either. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I I kind of feel the same way. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. I feel like the st- the whole story uh, the storyline as a whole is a little campy. I don't. 100% by these kids as punk punk rocker kids mm-hmm. completely. Um, they're actually even kind of annoying. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> Their personalities. You know, it's interesting because um, I heard an, an interview with the director. Who, who's the director, by the way? Oh, sure, I'll get that. So the director is Jen Wexler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard an interview with her um, about the film... And she was intentionally going for kind of a campy tone uh, with both the look of the film and kind of the depiction of the punks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. I, I kind of feel the same way. I think there's aspects of the film I really liked and then other a- aspects I did not like. Yeah. I thought the kills were really, they had some pretty good shocking kills. Mm-hmm. Or moments like gore moments, yeah. Um, or like, ooh, yeah, and or, ooh, what what just happened? Like those were really good. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the story got a little convoluted and mm-hmm. lost its path a little throughout. Yeah. Um, in explaining the ranger and the 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 girl's relationship a little bit. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's clear what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know, it got kind of jumbled up a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting. But it wasn't a good flow. It's interesting, this movie, I'm I'm really torn about aspects of it, because I think, I think what they were trying to do was really interesting. So, to me, the ranger represents establishment, and then the punks represent anti-establishment. So, it's like establishment versus anti-establishment, um, which I think is really interesting. Um and then the story, the the story of her childhood, of Chelsea's mm. childhood, is really. Uh, I like that there's more than just punks go out into the woods and then get killed. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a second degree of depth. But I agree with you. I don't, I don't think it was quite entirely fleshed out. Yeah, I just feel um, like the pacing was off so, somehow. Yeah, it felt in felt a little piece. piece together. Um, in the interview, I heard her do the director. She wanted to combine the punk aesthetic with, um, do you know those Lisa Frank stickers? Mm. So she was intentionally trying to make the punks really bright and colorful. Mm. Um, yeah. Which to me goes against an authentic punk look. So one of the things that bugged me, because I didn't know 
<laughs> what she was going for sure. art direction wise i it bugged me that the punk's jackets and clothing look so brand new mm. and i went to art school with a bunch of punks yeah and they were all you know we we're all good friends and one of the things i loved about their aesthetic is that there you could see the history of their aesthetic in their jackets so like oh he added this he added this patch you know a couple of years ago then he added this paint on the side and then right. you know there's kind yeah. of a weathered authenticity to real punks mm-hmm. so these kids they didn't look like real punks and then they didn't act like real punks. no they're more i felt like they're just really disrespectful brats right uh, then like anti-establishment punks do you right, know what i right, mean like there's, right. a, there's a there's a line there's a fine line that yeah um you can you can easily cross yeah if you're not if you don't understand that culture right and in and in my you know my experience with anyone who's a nonconformist there's a there's an intelligence there mm-hmm. and uh none of these other kids had that. I think Chelsea had it. She I, did. Her character felt authentic to me. Yeah. She felt like what you know, what a punk kid is like. You know, um, a, a lot of my friends growing up, you know, and in art school, they had they had kind of rough childhoods. So they kind of went to the fringe because they felt more comfortable there. And I feel like her. What happens in her history in the movie? It's sort of the same thing, but she respects nature. So when, you know, she sees them disrespecting nature, she gets angry. And I thought to myself, when those, when the other punk kids are doing that stuff, I just, I felt like these aren't punks. These, yeah. this, these are actors in costumes. Cause this well, they just seem like bratty kids. Yeah. It just didn't seem written with the punk aesthetic. Yeah. And then there's a sense of humor to punk. Mm. There's a certain kind of sense of humor mm-hmm. and if you see classic movies like repo man suburbia like they there's a certain there's a certain humor there and i when you know when i knew the movie was going towards a humor element i thought oh i'm gonna see some of that stuff but you're right i feel like the punk kid side of it that was not fleshed out right and it didn't come off the way it could have yeah um, which is a shame. Yeah. Because I thought the soundtrack music was great. Um, I, what I loved about the guy who played the Rangers, he kind of looks like Henry Rollins. Oh, he does. So I You're thought, right. oh man, this, I, I almost feel like it's a nod to Henry Ro- Rollins, which if they would have gotten Henry Rollins, it would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been cool. But this guy was good. No, he was good. He was creepy. Yeah. So for me, the the girl. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. I wouldn't even say she was punk. It's kind of like that typical troubled teen um, hooks up with a kind of an alternative crowd yeah. type of thing. Um, and then the, like the bright hair didn't bother me because I think it kind of gave it a little more modern look to it. The what hair? Their, their bright, brightly colored hair, the girls. Uh-huh. Um, for me, the dudes just weren't convincing us punks at all. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, I felt like the actors could have been punks. They just weren't written yeah, like punks. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I would I would definitely say the ranger was creepy. I thought he was well cast, and and the 
and the and Chelsea because they were the main characters yeah. pretty much. I thought Chelsea specifically looked punk to me because you know a lot of the times punk females they're switching their hair color so they're kind of in these transitional mi- phases and the hair doesn't look perfect a lot a lot of the time yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the other girl she had this perfect blue hair and it looked like a wig. It didn't even look like mm-hmm. actual hair. So it the aesthetic just came off a little posery. Yeah. Except for Chelsea. And there's even a scene where they call her a tourist. And I remember watching the movie and going, You guys are the tourists. She's not the tourist. Yeah. Because she felt like an authentic punk protagonist. You know, everything she does it feels when you when you take a subculture and you make it one dimensional, you clearly don't know the subculture. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No. It's sort of like if someone were to do a movie about goths and made them super aggressive. We've been hanging around in goth clubs our whole adult life, and we've never seen a fight, ever. Yeah. Goths are actually really polite and friendly people. I just want to dance and have fun. Yeah, there's, the aggression side is in the music, but it's not in how they comport no, themselves. Not at all. So, you know, that's kind of what I mean. I feel like they they wrote the punks in a very one-dimensional way. And maybe that was intentional, but it you didn't see them as punks. You saw them as actors in costumes. Yeah. Except for Chelsea again. Yeah. I guess. Um, but then if you get to the horror part of it, I felt like um, there were some pretty good tense moments, yeah. some surprising moments, and some oof moments like, oh, that's, yeah. you know, I don't feel like there was enough of them, though. Yeah. There could have been more. Right. And 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 um, the actor who plays the ranger looks really aggro. He's, again, he reminds me of Henry Rollins, mm-hmm. like, kind of intense. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I just I kind of wanted more of of that because he is an imposing guy. Um, yeah, he definitely was. And it's creepy. I mean, it's creepy to think of someone with authority, you know, abusing it and being this kind of dangerous person. So I think the premise is is really really interesting and great. And at this, yeah, the premise is good. I I, I feel like they could have skipped. That whole reason they went to the woods part, because yeah. like in the end it doesn't really even matter. Yeah, it would have been cooler if they had concentrated on them being there. Yeah, and, and again, it goes to that. It goes to that not punk authentic. I think what it would have been better is maybe the punks are accused of something that they didn't do. Yeah, because I think that's more. That's more believable because I think you see a you see a kid with you know mohawk or you know uh, kind of the death rocker look like it's very intimidating. But then you get to know them; they're actually really nice people, and they're not violent at all. Much less would you know attack a cop or whatever. Yeah, but that part was for me was really pointless. It was very pointless. If they could have if they would have concentrated more of the horror part in the woods. Yeah. And developing that a little more, I think that would have been, made a better movie. Yeah, and and another thing too is, you know, in a in a subculture like that, you kind of bond, you know, the, mm-hmm. and I feel like none of the characters you never really believed that they bonded with each other and had each other's backs. Uh and I felt like that was yeah, a dimension sure. of 
that subculture that was missing, which mm, yeah, you know, and again, I agree with that. and again, maybe maybe they were just going for kind of a playful, one-dimensional depiction of punks. I mean, that's very possible too. Yeah. Uh, in the interview, I, I heard from the director. She said, you know, the Rangers wearing a uniform and the punk kids are wearing their uniform. So maybe it was in, intended to to not feel entirely authentic. But I feel like they could have had it be authentic and it would have had more it would have had more breadth to to the overall film. Yeah. And I just feel like the end of the day it's a horror film. Yeah. And they should have concentrated more on the horror. Yeah. And you know, with these independent horror films, I think you have to cut people some slack a little bit because they don't have a lot of money, you know, um they're shooting it guerrilla style. They're you know, they're they're trying to get their film done and um I really admire independent horror filmmakers, and so um, you got to cut them a little bit of slack there. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I did feel like there were some things missing in this film. Uh, would you men recommend people seeing it? I like I said, I'm kind of stuck in between. So um, yeah, I think you should see it. It's worth a watch. Maybe you'll find something in there that you think is. Yeah. Is better or worth watching. Um, that's just our opinion. Yes. But yeah, I, I mean I, I would I would say watch it. Yeah, I I, I would also say uh, give it a watch, especially if you have a shutter subscription. Mm-hmm. Um and it's worth seeing and there's some good ideas in there. Yeah. And there's some cool gore horror yeah. moments as well. Definitely. So cool. Okay, Lena, I guess that's it for our cabin creepy cabin in the woods Ooh. episode. That was fun. It was fun staying here in this creepy cabin. Yeah, it's I'm, oh man, I'm I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to do it again to be quite honest with you. Definitely, because it it is a really eerie setting. Yeah, but I definitely want a lake next time because that's even creepier. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we're not quite near a lake, but it's still it's still pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. Um, cool. So yeah, um. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to the show. If you have already subscribed to the show, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and please stay with us because we're going to keep doing more yes. interesting ep- episodes, including traveling episodes like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple things I just want to ask um, our listeners. If you like the show, please please rate and review it Yes, on iTunes specifically because that really helps us to get more visibility. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if you have a bunch of horror friends, because I, you know, <laughs> we run in packs, our um, horror freaks tend to run in packs, please share this with your friends. Yes. Share, share our show with your friends um, and help spread the word because that'll really help us. And please give us your feedback. We would love to hear from you on any of our social media outlets. Cool. Um, should I mention those? Yeah, of course. One more time. Okay. On Twitter, we're at date underscore horror. Uh, on Instagram, we're date night horror show, all one thing. On Facebook, we're the date night horror show, all one thing. Uh, please find us there. Please follow us there. On our website. Um, and we, again, we share pictures. We share all sorts of cosplay pictures of us at different events, and we're going to share pictures of the cabin that we that we stayed in yeah. as well. 
uh, and video. So if you want to see any of that extra stuff. What's our website? And our website is thedatenighthorrorshow.com. Awesome. So cool. I think we're done with this episode, baby. Scare you later. The Date Night Horror Show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. Find Enzo and Reina online at thedatenighthorrorshow.com Do you love the show? Then share it with your whore-loving friends and help spread the word.